1: It's their mission to motivate, educate, and empower you to take your health to the next level. And now your hosts, hormone experts, Dr. Mackey and Dr. Davidson.
2: Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Progress Health Podcast. I'm Dr. Mackey.
0: And I'm Dr. Davidson.
2: So as we said on the last one, today we're going to talk about the third type of adrenal fatigue, which is what we refer to as the zombie, hence the name you might be able to understand kind of what the zombies like on the last two episodes the first one we did was the vampire the second one was the ghost which is broken up into the ghoul and the poltergeist if you didn't fit into any of those two categories then you more than likely the last one left is the zombie
0: like we had said you know these are kind of like the three main types of adrenal fatigue or adrenal dysfunction that we've seen you know in our years of practice you might not, you know, there are different hybrids and whatnot, but definitely I would say these are the three main ones I've seen in all the patients when we're working with adrenal fatigue. So the the vampire, just to recap a bit, the vampire has the high cortisol at night, so they're wide awake and they feel alive and they feel like themselves. And then by the time the cortisol goes down to be able to fall asleep, that's 2 a.m. So needless to say, come morning time, that cortisol is super low. So vampires are are so tired in, in the morning. Part the afternoon they start to wake up a little bit, but the morning time, you know, they're the people that every appointment, every place they need to be in the morning, they're the ones that are late.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. they on the vampire episode, two episodes ago, I talked about when I was in college, I had a really hard time making an eight o'clock class. There was a couple that I had to take at eight o'clock, but if I could pick a class that didn't start at eight o'clock, I would take a class that didn't start at eight o'clock because I had an amazingly hard time trying to make it there. The zombie, they would never make it to an eight o'clock class. They might not even schedule a class until like before noon. They would have a really, really hard time making anything at eight o'clock, maybe even 10 o'clock for that matter. If not, you know, they probably would maybe make it at maybe noon, one, two o'clock, but anything in the morning, they're not going to make it there.
0: And then the ghost, we broke up into the ghoul and the poltergeist because the ghoul, instead of roaming the halls, they're roaming their cell phone in the middle of the night because they wake up for a couple hours in the middle of the night where the poltergeist is a little mischievous and these people are waking up multiple times in the night. The poltergeist is the... People that fall asleep, you know, both ghosts, both types of ghosts fall asleep super easy. But the poltergeist, they will wake up six times a night. So that's like a terrible night's sleep. But with the difference between the ghosts and the vampire is the vampire is super tired in the morning. They're late. They don't go to their eight o'clock classes. They're usually late for work. But the ghosts are on time. They're pretty good in the morning. But the afternoons are when the ghosts, they're just like that, um, I don't know if you ever saw that Seinfeld show with um, George Costanza built a like a a desk that he could sleep in in the afternoon. Those are the ghosts in the afternoon. They want to either take a nap or drink lots of coffee or maybe even both.
2: Yeah, right. Where the zombie, as you would maybe uh, would gather uh, you know, from the other two, the zombie, they're just tired all the time, right? They're just always tired. They never really feel very good. They're always kind of dragging themselves around. Like I said, they are going to be late for everything. They're going to be always not very punctual just because they're so exhausted on a perpetual basis.
0: And like you had said, you know, zombies are pretty popular with, or you said on the last episode, zombies are pretty popular in TV and movies right now. They're, you know, zombies, but it's kind of like, kind of like that, you know, the zombies, their cortisol is low all the time. They don't have an, they don't have a spike in, in cortisol pretty much the entire 24 hour period. So they are tired. They're like walking. They'll even say, Hey, I'm, I'm, sli- I could sleep all day. I could sleep all day. I could sleep all night. They are just tired.
2: Yeah, and they do actually sleep pretty well, but they never feel refreshed after sleeping. They could sleep for 10 hours and they you know wake up and they feel like they've never slept. They don't have the sleep trouble that the vampire has and the ghosts have. There's, you know, they, literally they can sleep all the time. They wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning, by, by 10 o'clock they can take a nap. Um, they're just always tired. And one thing that I didn't mention about the ghost in the last episode is that the ghost... They'll be tired in the afternoon, whatever, but they're still able to go exercise. A lot of them will exercise, you know, multiple times a week, uh, and they say they're tired. A lot of those people, they just need to stop exercising. They'll get some of their energy back. The zombies, they are way too tired to exercise at all. Even the vampires, just way too tired to exercise. They just can't do it. They just cannot physically or mentally bring themselves do any activity whatsoever. And getting out of bed in the morning for the zombie is sometimes hard enough.
0: And then with the exercise especially for the zombie, they're the ones that say, you know, let me back up. So the ghosts, they'll go exercise. Like you like you said, Dr. Mackey, they probably should back off on some of that exercise and probably help with their, their cortisol cycle, but they can exercise and they're the ones that say, after I exercise, I actually feel pretty good. You know, I can, you know, I feel pretty good for about an hour after that. Now the zombies, if you made them exercise, if they just had to, you know, they were forced to exercise, they feel horrible after the exercise. It's like they used up whatever limited reserves of energy they had and it's gone.
2: Yeah, right. And then it kind of wipes them out their recovery after that, because they have literally, they have no adrenal reserves whatsoever, the recovery from that, it takes them a couple of days to bounce back. They they don't just, you know, wake up the next day feeling fine. They're even more tired than they were to begin with, which they're already very tired in the first place. And now it just completely wipes them out. Or if another stressor comes along, they have no more resilience or no more capacity for any other stressor. So a stressor that does, you know, an acute stressor that does come along, it really kind of wipes them out. They don't really have uh, any buffer there or threshold for extra stress in their lives.
0: And it's not Addison. So like I had mentioned, yes, their cortisol, you know, being secreted from the adrenal glands is low, you know, it's low, you know, if you did a saliva test it'd be low in the morning, it'd be low in the afternoon to be low at night, it's just low all the time. But it doesn't mean that they have Addison's disease, because that's completely different.
2: Yeah, which is unfortunate, because the zombies are really struggling, you know, just to function on a normal level. But if you do a blood, if you do a blood test cortisol, which we don't ever really do, I mean, it's, you know, maybe occasionally, it might be it might be necessary. More so on the Cushing's side, if you suspect someone's got Cushing's disease, you might get a little hint of having an elevated cortisol here or there. They go see an endocrinologist, they're going to do an ACTH challenge test. But for the zombies, their cortisol might be low normal, but it's still going to fall within that normal range because the reference range is is so big. It's not really an optimized range at all. So you're always going to fall into Uh, And if you think about it, like I said before, on the, uh, I think it was three episodes ago, we talked about adrenal testing. Uh, You have to, you know, the the cutoff to do a morning cortisol is nine o'clock, right? At least for Quest, I think it's nine o'clock in the morning. So that means you got to get up, you got to get dressed, you got to, you know, take a shower, get dressed, get in your car, drive to the lab. And then you get tested before nine o'clock. Of course, your cortisol is going to be in the normal range because you're awake and you've done all those things. Uh, So doing a blood test like that really doesn't tell you much of anything. So when it comes to a diagnosis from an endocrinologist or, you know, a medical doctor of some sort, they're like, oh, you're fine. You know, you're fine. You know, your your cortisol is normal. But the way that they feel on a day-in, day-out basis is certainly not normal. That's not a way to function and to be productive on a daily basis.
0: No, and it's sad. I mean, I have patients that come in and they obviously, you know, something is going on, but they're saying, all my doctors tell me I'm fine, that I should go see a therapist or I should be put on some antidepressants. And obviously they're not fine. But then when you do the saliva test and they can see, especially with the zombies, like wow, my cortisol is low. No wonder I feel this way. You know, don't beat yourself up. You know, it's true. You know, adrenal fatigue, true adrenal dysfunction. And and I would say, as I mentioned on the last podcast, the zombies aren't as common as the vampire. Ghosts are you know second common, and a vampire doesn't turn into a ghost, doesn't turn into a zombie. You don't see this kind of progression here. I think it's just maybe what what we've been exposed to, what are you know how our bodies react, what our predispositions are. But zombies. They're really tough. Some of them can't even hold, can't even work, which is understandable. They're the ones that. Maybe their spouse is picking up a lot of the slack, which you can understand because they're just so tired
2: Yeah, right. I do think that the vampires can turn into zombies eventually, right? If it persists for long enough or if another major stressor comes along and it really and uh, I think Hans Selye back in the You know 30s or 40s or 50s, you know the doctor that kind of started talking about adrenal issues There's the three phases of adrenal fatigue. There's the alarm phase, you know an acute stressor There's the adaption phase or adaptation phase and then there's the exhaust phase the zombies are clearly in the exhaustion phase most of the other two the vampires and the ghosts are in the adaptation phase Um, That's where most people are. And we see people in varying degrees of the adaptation phase and the exhaustion phase. Usually in the alarm phase, when you're in the middle of some kind of a stressor, usually people feel fine. It's usually after what we see most often with adrenal issues, there's usually some type of trauma of some sort, mental, physical, major stressful event, a death of a family, a divorce, some kind of major life upheaval, uh, maybe an assault of some sort or something very traumatic. And then six months to two years after that is when people really fall apart. So when that stressor has resolved itself and now you finally, you know, kind of relax is when everybody feels the worst and they don't really put the two and two together why they feel worse so long after the fact but in the moment of that stressor your body does a pretty good job of keeping you you know in survival mode you're just able to get things done and that's what cortisol does in the short term but then that regresses and literally that's where all the symptoms really start to come out of the woodwork and people can't understand why they go to their doctor their doctor doesn't understand it from to this level and they feel a little bit helpless because they feel so bad even though whatever happened they don't put the two and two together that how they feel now is is a result of what happened six months to two years before that.
0: Yes. So definitely you think, hey, when I'm doing, you know, I'm fighting the good fight, I'm fighting the war, you know, the big stressor, you think when it's over that you're supposed to be happy and yay, it's done, it's resolved, you know, or I'm okay, but you're not, that's when you crash. So whether it's the vampire, the ghost or the zombie, I think the zombie is definitely more where they have had that really high chronic, chronic stress or some kind of something happened and then along with chronic stress on top of that, and then they really have this crash. So our goal with the zombie is completely different than it would be with the ghost. Like Dr. Mackey had mentioned on the previous episode is, you know, the ghost, we wouldn't want to ne- give them a prescription of hydrocortisone or maybe they might even be too sensitive for the glandular, but for the zombie, we want to raise that cortisol in the morning, raise that cortisol in the afternoon, and then allow it to of course stay low in the evening time. So our treatment ideas on working with a zombie is completely different than the other two.
2: Yeah, everybody, they do not, if you have quote unquote adrenal fatigue, maybe you've been online and you answered a couple of questions to a quiz or something. Our point of doing these three episodes is to make you realize that not everyone falls into the same category. Therefore, how you address it is gonna be completely different. One thing that I think from a medicine standpoint that can create a zombie is if you've been on long-term prednisone use, you got some kind of major inflammatory problem. They use prednisone for all different types Types of things from lung issues to gi problems to potentially life-threatening problems they'll put you on prednisone prednisone can be a life-saving thing but at the same time they have to taper you down you can't just stop it there's mineral packs you know take like a week but then there's long-term prednisone use where you might be on it for three to six months and then they taper you down so you go from 60 down to like one or two milligrams but then once you stop the prednisone. Nobody bounces back very well from that. And the longer you've been on it, usually the worse you're going to feel once you're off of it. And there's no alternative necessarily. Conventionally, they just say, okay, you're you because they can't. You can't start a prednisone at a really high dose and then stop it right away. If you do that, that could be potentially you'd be really ill. Potentially, it could be very dangerous to do that. So that's why it has to be tapered over time, so your own production starts to come back. Because that's what exactly what prednisone does. It basically shuts off your own production. Your body isn't either it was doing it, but it wasn't doing it to the level of the prednisone. So now they have to taper that dose down to allow your adrenals to start functioning normally And like I said, that process can take months. But once you're done with the prednisone, there's no transition to anything else. That's where we kind of step in there. And that's where, you know, hydrocortisone, glandulars, you know, a licorice root, all those things would be appropriate to help someone bridge the gap. Instead of going from prednisone to nothing, they're going from prednisone to something and you're just kind of stepping them down and then kind of rebuilding their adrenal function, which can also take several months to do that. But that's a way that a zombie can kind of be created based on whatever medical issue they have going on.
0: And like we had talked about in that first episode with the vampire, that they tend to have weight gain, tend to have sugar and carb cravings later in the evening time when they're finally feeling awake. I do notice that the zombie does have some sugar and carb cravings as well. I think maybe because it gives them a little source of some energy or or a little spark of energy as short-lived as it probably is, you know, five to 15 minutes. But would you notice that zombies tend to have a little bit of a sugar tooth or a carb
2: carb Oh, sure. Yeah. And probably, uh, you know, and again, if their cortisol output is low, maybe their aldosterone is low, they might be having some salt cravings like they just want. And I I think it's to the person, but whatever they're craving, whether it's sugary carbs or salty carbs, I don't think it really matters that much. The fact that they have either one of those to an almost to an exaggerated degree kind of tells us what we want to know is that there's something kind of driving that. And you're right. The brain does a lot of things It wants caffeine, it wants sugar, it wants sugary carbs, it wants different things as a way to satisfy something in the short term, not realizing the brain doesn't realize that those things over time become fairly detrimental. The body is just trying to survive in the moment. And all those things, eventually they just become overblown and exaggerated. And it maybe turns into other problems, whatever that might be, whether it's diabetes or, you know, some other kind of chronic problem, but it, it shows it's, uh, initially it shows up as being these, you know, kind of subtle things that, like I said, can be magnified as the longer that continues.
0: So while we came up with kind of these little cutesy names, but, but, you know, adrenal fatigue is not cutesy, it's it's serious, it can affect somebody's quality of life. So just like with the um, ghost, and just like with the vampire, we also have some options that can help if you're a zombie
2: yeah right and give you some ideas and kind of how to approach it and certainly you're not going to get that information from your primary care physician or even an endocrinologist we understand that we realize that uh, because these are issues that we deal with quite often and it really like you said it really comes down to energy and sleep right how well you're able to do those things which honestly if we don't have enough energy we're not sleeping well it is significantly going to affect our quality of life and our happiness and our productivity, and just how uh, how good we feel on a day in day out basis, that's a big deal. So if you go to progresshealth.com backslash zombie, uh, you'll see the show notes there. There'll be some other information that we didn't really don't have time to talk about fully on the podcast, but it'll give you kind of a synopsis of what we talked about, and uh, you know some ideas that you can consider.
0: Yeah, because there isn't one pill fits all or one pill is going to make me better. With the zombie, the ghost, the vampire, you know, it's all about having it multifactorial. We're looking at lifestyle. We're looking at nutrition. We're looking at exercise. We're looking at, you know, supplementation and possibly prescription medication. So if you go into that, yeah, progressyourhealth.com backslash zombie, they'll have the show notes kind of summarizing a little bit about what we talked about here and then some options that might, you know, fit for you possibly.
2: Yeah, and, you know, we really do understand understand from a patient perspective, you go to your doctor because you're tired, you know, if you do fall into the zombie category. There's really no medications that are commonly prescribed for the zombie that actually benefit them in any way. You cannot give a zombie a stimulant like Adderall or something like that. That is just going to you know make them even more exhausted and cause more problems. So a doctor has a really limited limited options to be able to help someone like this because this kind of this level that we're talking about, they just don't really understand it on that level. It's not their fault. It's just the way the system works, right? You have a you you know you're tired. You have some symptoms fatigue is one of those and all three of these have their own levels of fatigue throughout the day and maybe the night you know there's no there's no medications that really fit for any of them the things that we use we've used them you know based on experience and over the years and we're trying to do something fairly specific with them and like you said though too there's a lot of options outside of medications that people can do on their own to help get you going in the right direction so do you have anything else to add for the zombie
0: no this was great
2: Okay. So until next time, I'm Dr. Mackey.
0: And I'm Dr. Davidson.
2: Take care. Bye-bye.
1: Thank you for listening to the Progress Your Health podcast. If you like what you've heard on this podcast, please give us a positive review on iTunes. This allows us to spread our message, grow our audience, and help more people around the world. For more information, visit our website at ProgressYourHealth.com.